All right, Anthony Lopez, we made you watch Samurai Pizza Cats, the redubbed Japanese cartoon about a series of health code violations in a pizza restaurant. We need you to open the show with a compliment. We start and end every show with a compliment sandwich. What is your major compliment for Samurai Pizza Cats? Um, so this show reminded me of a lost form that is definitely does not exist anymore in this sort of interconnected 2016 we live in and that is this this form of like hey buddy here's a bunch of footage in a language you don't understand yeah go crazy (laughs) just seriously go ham whatever the fuck you want this to be Sort of like the uh, prototype of bad lip reads, where they just yeah. take something going and they just make it about something else. I... Well, yeah, I mean, it's like this Power Rangers, a lot of, like, this This used to happen a lot more. It doesn't anymore, because now everyone can just, you know, Wikipedia Samurai Pizza Cat and be like, oh, well, they changed this and this. So wait, do we now, are we doing better Japanese to English translation of shows, or do we just well, not... I mean, the fact that we're translating them at all, I think, is... Uh, That's an improvement. Yeah, I mean, you could always yeah. go on Crunchyroll and just get the uh, the subtitled version. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I yeah, I'm, I'm sad that it's gone because I love the idea of someone giving me a completed show of footage and being like, you handle the audio. Make it about whatever you want. <laughs> They're just so like, delightful. Uh, I just imagine being like, oh, well, what do we have here? I'll tell you what you have there. <laughs> Two weeks. Yeah. Get it on my goddamn desk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I know instantly I should not be trusted with a job like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially because you didn't apply. Yeah, well, Someone that's true just too. came to you in your... <laughs> day job office and was like chris i need you to redub samurai pizza cats in two weeks yeah you would be right to be on say you're unqualified yeah dress for the editing bay job you want not the editing bay job you have <laughs> nice uh tanya you uh i'm gonna guess had a harder time coming up with compliments so i'm gonna make you go next what's your major compliment for spc woohoo uh i guess my compliment is for the disregard for the fourth wall i sort of enjoyed it sometimes yeah i break that wall i'm yeah i would definitely say that they had a disregard for it (laughs) not that they really broke through it or did anything interesting they just didn't really care that it was there exactly (laughs) i love this whole thing in the the song in the intro song they say as soon as we find the script we can start the show which is a, a joke that makes way less sense with a cartoon yeah like we've been drawing this for eight months in a small warehouse in Taiwan, and as soon as we find a script, we'll do it. I just don't get <laughs> what you do this without a script. That's yeah. weird. That's a weird That's idea. So funny. Well, it's it's cool. We don't know what the characters will be doing, so just animate them moving from left to not moving from left of the frame to right of the frame. Yeah, and we'll yeah. figure that out later once we get a script. One of them's got an umbrella. It doesn't matter why. <laughs> don't ask. Uh, I'm gonna go next. Uh, I. Okay, I liked the vast majority of this show. I had a pretty oh. good time, but there were a couple. I to early list. on, I know early on, I was like, there were a couple of jokes that I really laughed at, and one of them was, "How do we get rid of this dragon?" And the other one goes, "We could elect it vice president, and then we'd never hear from it again." Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of funny. That's a pretty good joke for yeah. a cartoon. And uh, yeah, this is, you know, this is a. Uh this is a quail America. Yeah, this time, is 1990, you know? biting political satire. <laughs> this is pre-Veep. Somebody was making fun of vice presidents. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. I I liked a bunch of the jokes. I I at one point I had just written down like five lines that I really liked, but that was definitely one of them. And my yeah, mild I, compliment I'd agree with that, is going to be my second favorite line. Oh, 
Alex, I agree with you, man. Yes. I think there were like one or two lines each episode I watched that I went, ha, yeah. Somebody described this on uh, on the web as like the new producers gave it an Animaniacs twist where it's just frenetic, bonkers pop culture references. Ooh, frenetic is right. And yeah. I have talked about the Animaniacs like three times in the last two episodes, so uh, not a surprise that I'm a fan. But And all on Netflix now. Pew, pew. But... Um, yeah, it had kind of an Animaniacs feel to it, which I enjoyed. Just like all over the place, lots of jokes, lots yeah. of jokes. That like f- that song that sounds like Fred Schneider at the beginning, a little bit. Yes. Yeah. And the wait, oath? he's the B fifty twos guy, right? Yeah, he's the B fifty twos guy. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we all love the B fifty twos. Oh, is that sarcastic? <laughs> no comment. Oh, what? You be the detective. <laughs> Tanya Smith edition. The internet loves you, but I'm, I'm afraid this might be a, a, a split. I think the internet I, also likes the B-52s. That's fine. I, I don't, I, th- we can't be friends about everything. It's okay. <laughs> uh, Chris, what's your major compliment for Pizza Cats? Mine is for public transportation, in, uh, as always, because uh-huh. I love public transportation. But actually, maybe it's semi-public transportation. When the Samurai you, Pizza Cats need the, to get somewhere... The building gun? Yeah, their pizza shop is shaped like a gun, and when they need to get to a place, they get shot out of the gun, yes. and it's clear that they have no control over their velocity or trajectory. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not just like they jump into a gun; they jump into like weird ovens. They go into ovens that, that slide them like up. Batman into- <laughs> slides, yeah, from like the old '60s Batman show. Yeah. And we're we're like- going down the slides. They. Tra- change into their fighting uniforms which are just their regular clothes with like with some, some extra armor yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I was, we're gonna talk about that because i was really confused as to what the change was about yeah the change the change was uh not really existent but then they just get shot out of a gun and they'll crash through buildings <laughs> and they'll like get hurt from this you and gotta- it's clear that crimes better be only happening in the one direction the building is pointing <laughs> if there's anything in the east west or south those pizza cats are not getting there <laughs> going away. I think it's weird to jump into an oven too because it's also a working pizza shop yeah so if you miss that slide you are now just an oven cat and pizza have, ovens are really really hot i was yeah, gonna say you are an 800 degree pile of stuff yeah <laughs> It is a very different reading of Samurai Pizza Cats if they become pizzas made out of cat. Yeah, it is. Samurai oh. Cat Pizza. Yeah. Is that not the show we just watched? <laughs> I didn't get all the way to the end, so it's possible, like the last episode, the bad crow oh. wins and bakes them into cat pizza. Shit yeah, gets weird, bro. They are no shit made 100% out of pizzas. Titus Catdronicus, you might say. I, oh. I like the idea that after 52 episodes of Samurai Pizza Cats, that's when it gets weird, bro. Yeah. <laughs> really takes a turn. Honestly, I would have been into that. <laughs> it's all a long con. Samurai Pizza Cats. Oh, yeah. Who do you call when you want some pepperoni? Samurai Pizza Cats. Try not. They're stepping out crime, and you know that ain't baloney. They're Speedy Serviche. He's the leader of the bunch. That's right. A heck of a fighter makes a heck of a lunch. And little polyester, who's never afraid of going into battle with the bad guys in vain. Here's Guido Anchovy, a wild romantic rover. This cat gets down, down with a love hangover. Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about books, movies, and TV and stuff. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, on Twitter with an underscore between those names. Joining me as always, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Mr. Chris Smith. 
Hi, Alex. Oh, I didn't see there. Just here lying in a sunbeam with my spiritual advisor, Hogan the Wonder Cat. <laughs> oh, Hogan. Yeah, Hogan. Me, and Hogan, me and Hogan been chilling. I don't know what's going on with this. But not like the part that has Netflix in it. You're just hanging out. No, just just kicking it. <laughs> uh, I think they uh, that's ruined chilling for me. Really? Oh, oh okay. no, I'm still I'm still chilling. <laughs> I don't know. A B chilling. Huh? J chilling. <laughs> what? What do those mean? J no, chilling is A-B just chilling. A B C always be chilling. Oh, yeah. Okay, what's J chilling then? Just chilling. Did you make those up, or do people always no, have people names? No. Okay. <laughs> Alex, coffee is for chillers, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Takes brass chillins to beat salesmen. Third chiller, set of steak knives. Yeah. <laughs> Fourth chiller, you're fired. The chillin is weak? The chillin is weak? You're weak! I can take this out there tonight and chill like a best of them. <laughs> you can't get out there. You can't chill. Fuck you. Go home and talk to your wife. See this watch? It costs as much as you're chilling. Well, it's been a good episode, guys. I think we should wrap it up. Glenn <laughs> Chillin' Glenn Ross. That's the name of that movie. Good, good quoting of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, also joining us this week, a little less into the, that chillin' joke. She's at the Kanye Best on Twitter. Send her your your concerns about her dislike of the B-52s. I really, are we really going to make this into a thing? I just, sometimes I'm jealous of how much the fans like you. Oh, I'm sorry, she's not a big fan of war machines? <laughs> oh, yeah, she's, it's the bomb. Mm, she was confused. Literally. Mm. Oh, yeah, I, I, I was so confused about that 45-minute song called Rock Lobster and how much I love it. Okay, I think you don't hate Rock Lobster. You hate people who sing Rock Lobster at karaoke bars because that is a mean trick. I don't like it. it. You know what? Honestly, I just have a thing against long songs that people think are fun that actually aren't that fun. I agree. So with you I feel that. the same way when somebody's like, "Hey, let's put on Rapper's Delight," and I'm like, "You know, that's no, 18 minutes of my life. Not I'm not getting idea. back." Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not cute. I agree with that I think karaoke bars has made Rock Lobster a lot worse than it is. I mean, it's it's no like American Pie because that has like an earnest and like a uh, like people really think they're gonna bring the house down by playing well, that 20 minute epic ugh. sure yeah. well and there's, there's like very sing-alongable parts the problem with the rock lobster is that it is musically complex enough that you actually need some skills to pull it off yeah but like, you and you need like a backup lobster over and over again for 12 minutes at some point if you're the guy that's saying rock lobster yes but there's also <laughs> like there's a chorus of ladies in the background who are doing some complicated stuff and you need like stamina and like a good ear and yeah. like not everyone has that and friends especially after four whiskey gin <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, our, also joining us today, our very special guest. Uh, he's at Anthony Lopez Part Two uh, on Twitter, which is mostly unutilized in in <laughs> Portland, across town in our Port- other Portland studios. It's Anthony Lopez. Hey guys, thanks for having me back on the show. That was something you made me watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I so I I asked you to do this because you are uh, famous in the region if not nationally for a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles joke and I thought this being a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ripoff you should be a part of it and I wanted to see if it brought you as much joy as TMNT has over the years it brought me something uh, that's for sure I I definitely like like you were saying I did enjoy this much more than I thought I would yeah um 
But yeah, it's I got it's, some. I, early some on when on they it. say when they do that, like we got more fur than any turtle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seemed like you're lashing out at a thing we like by insulting it in a way that doesn't actually make sense. Like, yeah. oh, I love the TMNT, but not enough fur. Good. Yeah, like that guys. was always my biggest complaint about the whole premise. <laughs> yeah, yeah is they don't get fur all over your house. Yeah. <laughs> I wish what? they were more pettable. They are. I mean, uh, like turtles are not super pettable. That's true. But a lot of they have a lot of good things going for them. Bring their house with them. That's pretty rad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I- Ancient, they're like the same form as they were millions of years ago in the dinosaur age. They're because they're the most amazing evolutionary species. They're yeah. mad consistent, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we say about turtles in the biological community. Mad consistent. Mad consistent. Uh, so this is episode number three hundred thirty-nine of the podcast. We have now done as many episodes. Buckle up. This is a bit of a stretch. As the number of Facebook shares this Mashable article about Justin Bieber I was reading got. Oh, uh, okay. Here are some things I learned about Justin Bieber from this article. He I was going to ask. He used to have a pet monkey, but the German government took it. Did yep. you not already know that? Didn't oh, know man. That. That's but like he did have correct papers for that. I hadn't been following I'm, his monkey story. I'm super confused as to how you missed his monkey story. He mooned a bunch of Mayan ruins recently, but it wanted you to know that it was not <sighs> any disrespect to the Mayan people. He just was trying to moon his bros. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that feels right. Uh, yeah. Which his quote was, yeah, you know, clarifying that, you know, to the Mayan people or whatever, whoever, you know, felt disrespected. I'm truly sorry for that. I don't know if you do. Uh, you know, sometimes you're uh, raised by Usher, and yeah. that that doesn't always mean that you know just what to say to the press. I mean, That's really, all I'm when, saying. You, when you pin it that way, it's kind of amazing how well he's toned out, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he also clarified that he doesn't like texting because, quote, I don't want to f- want people to feel like they can just get in touch with me, which I enjoy. Boundaries, I, I like, like it. That. Yeah, yeah like it's that. aloof. I will tweet to you, yeah. sir. <laughs> yeah, one of those get out of Twitter my DMs. Following zero people. Yeah, uh, just like I don't even want you to think that I use this for anything but tweeting. Uh, you can find all this and more on Mashable. Actually, Mashable is just doing a rewrite of a long interview he did with another publication. Anyway, Thanks, Mashable. if you get there, Welcome share it. Welcome to press now. Ruin this yeah. fact by sharing it on Facebook. Yeah. it was. Mm. I was having the most trouble finding 339 facts for some reason. I yeah. actually clicked through so many pages of Google search results for the number, the number 339 that it gave me, I've never seen this before, a pop-up that's like, we're detecting some abnormal behavior from you. Prove you're not a robot. Really? <laughs> it turns out if you get to page 57 of Google search results, they get real suspicious. That's fascinating. Yeah. Well, I mean, Google starts to get real self-conscious at that point, right? <laughs> like, oh, what? what oh, my God, not good enough? How about this? Is, this? is this what you need? You must be a robot if you don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I was going to have to show anyone this. <laughs> it is a good point. If you get to page 52 of search results and you didn't find what you like, you're not going to find it on 53. You just start, yeah, you're going to start seeing moles that look suspicious. <laughs> Google <laughs> hasn't had a chance to check out yet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, for what it's worth, uh, I was enjoying reading about Justin Bieber. I don't know a lot about him, but I I don't know. His songs recently have made me made him unhateable. Yeah. He's put out some good jams this last year. Yeah, he makes so a, fun. He makes a hell of a case for himself with his jams. <laughs> I know you're being sarcastic, but they're pretty good. <laughs> Uh, no, I just like. Where have you been? <laughs> there are things. I that feel I, like Alex, should you and I have like a culture call every week just so I can catch you up? 
so these sorts I, of embarrassing lapses don't happen anymore. I've said for years that if you did a pop culture podcast, I would listen to it every week. So <laughs> if it's called The Culture Call and I get to be on it, I would be really stoked about that. <laughs> it would be, I this, just, this would be the I'm dynamic. Stuff that everyone already knew but I, about Justin Bieber, but I hadn't heard yet. And it's just me incredulously going, a monkey? The gun <laughs> took a monkey? I just... <laughs> I just feel like there was a Bieber timeline that started with his car karaoke and lasted until like late, like late last year you don't know what where everybody was about. like, I guess we're doing this again. Yeah. Well, that sorry video also I yeah. came out before yeah. car karaoke, but yeah, sorry no, it's fun. It's oh, fun. Really? I like no, actually that he like went after. into a hole for five years and then let us forget that we hated him and then did some good stuff. That was a smart yeah, move. That is the Bieber arc. Speaking Let's of things, talk about that more. <laughs> speaking of things, find out more about this on next week's Culture Call with Tanya Smith. Speaking of things uh, with not the best reputation, that is for Bieber, not your new mini podcast, Culture Call, which, by the way, is definitely going to be a sesame seed first. Let me make it. Ooh, a for that later. seems like something I would have to write. Yeah. Oh, God. It's double good for me. Yeah, the, you're getting all sorts of stuff out of this. <laughs> uh, all right. Cool. I made a note for later. Um, anyway, so this week we're watching Samurai Pizza Cats, the early 90s redubbed anime, sponsored by Sean from Charlottesville, who says this. It's a series where the producers in North America did not like the dub, so they just redid it with just every line with wackiness. I can't say if it'll be delight or anguish, or probably both, which I'm going to say for us, we sort of split, but it won't be boring, and that is what we look for, Sean. We look for not boring. Hmm. Thank you for this, and uh, thank you for yeah, sponsoring. Yeah, thanks, Sean. We... Uh, we watched episode one, Stop Dragging My Cat Around, Ayo. episode 21, Pizza Bird Delivers, and then episodes 50 and 51, The Big Comet Caper, parts one and two. Yeah. Interesting All that they call it a caper. Really, the, <laughs> the, uh, the narrative redemption arc of Bad Bird <laughs> yes. is what we watched. Bad we watched Bird the is Bad the Bird most saga. interesting character on this show, right? Yeah. Agreed. Uh, like, and also, once he turns good and they have to be like, the now good bad bird, it's just, you shouldn't have named him that if you're going to give him an interesting character arc. Yeah. Well, they uh, didn't know. They didn't name. have the script yet. <laughs> right. He's named after his great-grandfather, Bad. <laughs> it was, it was actually, uh, they changed it at Ellis oh, Island. Oh, Ellis Island, of course, yeah. <laughs> One of those great Jap- Japanese immigrant stories where they went, went the long way around through <laughs> Ellis Island. <laughs> Even though he could go as the crow fa- flies. He didn't. It's weird. Hey-o. He's oh a crow. Boy. Guys, remember? He's a crow. Uh, anyway, these episodes are all available for free on Crunchyroll.com with ads. So definitely go check some of them out. If you haven't, and I am shocked by the number of people who have seen this already. Yeah. Uh, what? Because I'd never heard of it. And so many people know it really well. But if you haven't seen it, go watch one episode. Just treat yourself. At least to the theme song, which I played a bit of a second ago. But treat yourself to the, to the I think episode thing. one's a good one to watch if you're new to it. It is. I think it really get, yeah, it gets you there. Um, it gets you there ex- and then you'll know if you need to be there anymore, which I didn't. Gets you there with a free round-trip ticket, so you can come home anytime. <laughs> uh, if you want to force us to watch anything weird that we hadn't heard about before that is not boring, go to readdashweep.com, sign up on the mailing list, and you'll get a chance to sponsor when future episodes open sometime in May, probably. Chris. Yes, sir? I want you to summarize this episode for people who haven't seen it, or all, all four of these episodes, or the show in general, in the style of a bad, bad bird. 
You know, it's funny that you'd call me a bad, bad bird. Uh, that's my name, and that's my historical profession. But uh, deep in my heart, I might be something other than bad. Oh, are you also not a bird? That would be a surprise. Well, I think I'm still bird-like. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good raven noise. Yeah, uh, it's more of a pigeon, but yeah. it's more yeah, of it's a, a dialect. More of a father figure to little Wayne. Yeah. So, <laughs> Birdman, Birdman, motherfucker. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so Samurai Pizza Cats uh, is a show that's a ripoff of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, in the sense that it is uh, anthropomorphic animals. In this case, cats and not turtles. And they like pizza, but they like it so much they work in a pizza store and they Which sell pizza. Which would make you not like pizza anymore. That is true, if but you, you get free pizza. pizza whenever you want. Yeah, that's how you ruin your love of pizza. It's true. Give it no value and put you around it all day and make you smell like it when you come home. Yeah. But also remember, cats are used to eating just one thing all the time, so oh, maybe true. this doesn't work on them. Yeah. And like, also, isn't that? Can you make that same argument that that would eventually make them hate samuraiing? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> they just eat samuraiing all the time. <laughs> they smell like samuraiing when they come home. <laughs> yeah, you oh, smell like honor and swordplay. They probably. <laughs> God, do you, leave that, do you leave that fucking seppuku out again? God <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh, wow. Oh, How long has that seppuku been in the danger zone? We've been going, <laughs> we've been dealing with a lot of um, dead cats lately. Yeah, there is no seppuku in this show. They are pizza store working cats. There's three of them, two guys and a girl. There's Speedy, Speedy Cerviche. Uh, he's the leader of the bunch. Cerviche, uh, a famous pizza-related joke. Yeah, what? Yeah. Uh, there's little Polly Esther. Uh, she's the girl, and she has a little flute, and she's brave. And then there's Guido Anchovy, and he's the romantic one, and he has an umbrella, and he's always crushing on babes. And so they work in this pizza store, but then when crime happens, they shoot out of the gun built into their building at the crime, dressed as samurai, and they fight them with their samurai powers. Uh, the main bad guy is the Big Cheese. He is the prime minister of, the, of Little Tokyo, the town they're in. And he is constantly trying to ruin the town for some reason, for his own personal gain. He has an army of crows, uh, including Bad Bird, the leader of the crow army. And, uh, and basically, they're just like an episodic adventure where the Big Cheese or, and or Bad Bird will have a scheme. And then uh, the Pizza Cats will solve it with some samurai-ing. And uh, that's pretty much it. Over and over and over again, like the bad guys keep having a new evil plan. Yes. Even though they know that it never works. It's not like one of yeah. it's not just it's it's episodic, but they still do like the bad guys like, "Well, here's another bad idea I'm going to try." Well, like, I mean, that, let's, that, that's ahead. not unique to TV show. To this it's show, not Alex. Unique. No, I know, one but one of the things that I think is unique though is how much the bad guys get away with in this. Because, uh. you know, the first episode there's a mechanical dragon that's uh powered by uh cr- th- these crows who are flying it around. But it crashes through buildings and, like, dis- demolishes buildings in the town, like, big buildings. This is, like, acts of terror. And then, <laughs> you know, later there's this one where Big Cheese redirects a comet to be coming straight at Little Tokyo, straight at Earth. Like, this is, like, planet-wide disaster-level stuff that's going on. And, I mean, this isn't just like, ah, I'm going to steal the, all the cheese in the bank or whatever. This is, this is some, like... <laughs> Really good, really good riff, Chris. Really good improvising. Yeah, you know, what a bad banks, guy would that's do. where you keep cheese, right? It's in a cheese <laughs> bank. Yeah, in a cheese bank. No, but this is like there's a there's a lot of wanton destruction that happens in this town, and everybody seems okay with it. 
Well, because it just resets every episode. It does reset. Yeah, and episode. that's they one of the, the problems with the pizza cats and the same loops. The, with the, the pizza cats busting through buildings, is it's like those were people's buildings. Yeah, that and was somebody's was home. That was somebody's life. Super chill about that. Yeah, and yeah, I I don't know. I, I fixed. It. I had to repair a cabinet recently. It was very expensive. I imagine repairing a whole wall. Ugh. Yeah, then I'm not into it. I really want to ask you about that cabinet. But it's super <laughs> off topic. <laughs> not interesting. Another another thing I'd be open to exploring this episode. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry this is so hard for you, Tanya. Well, so <laughs> we're only going to make it harder right. though because Tanya, now it is time to play the game Lizard of Bullshit Mountain. Oh boy, here we go, scaling the peaks again. <laughs> Tanya's favorite game. Uh, so the way this game works is uh, whenever we do s- t- uh, talk about a topic that's super bonkers, uh, we play this game. It's sort of like King of the Mountain, where one except the, per- the mountain is made of bullshit, and instead of a king, you become a lizard. And that is for reasons. So, uh, Chris, you're the reigning Lizard of Bullshit Mountain champion. We're going to ask Heck you questions. Yeah. Your job is to answer them quickly and not necessarily correctly, but quickly. It's very important. Well, yeah, in between questions, I'll sun myself on this rock. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to start with uh, start start out, Chris. When yes. they transform into robots, they look the same. Are they already wearing robot skin? What is that transition of costumes like? What is that? Do okay, for they're them? not. At first, they're not robots. Okay, they're not transforming into robots. What's going on is their uniforms, their pizza uniforms, are functioning as a base layer, sort of a technical fabric, that on which uh, the futuristic neo armor is uh, is snapping on onto specific mount points. So, you know, they, they get a little bit bulkier armor and they get their weapons and stuff. But, it, it, you know, it's not robotic in any way. Okay, but it is... So the, the base layer is made out of chunky pieces of metal and then you clap on chunky pieces of the same colored metal to the same places. I would never call that metal. That's, uh, that's a next generation uh, material. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it almost seemed like they were pitting in... Like they wore the outfit, but they like took out the armor part of it. Because it yeah. seemed to be the same exact costume. They literally like would take off a chest piece, put something like like a bulletproof vest on underneath that, yes. and then put the chest piece back on is yeah. what it looked like they were doing. Well, uh, Little Tokyo has a lot of microclimates, so you got to have layers to make sure that you're <laughs> the right temperature. Okay, uh, that gets me to another question. Where is this Little Tokyo? Because it feels like it might be in Big Tokyo to me. That's uh, just north of Little Osaka, man. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> this is just a little tiny Japan. Yeah. Like cat yeah, it's just south of little Kyoto. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, near the... It's very near the little ocean. Yeah, it's part of the little ring of fire. Yeah. <laughs> the little ring of little You should fire. really get that checked out. <laughs> uh, other questions for, for Chris the Lizard? What kind of budget are we uh, are we talking about for the for little tokyo overall because i know we have a we have a little little budget crisis there tremendous okay <laughs> they've been raising taxes every year these people are just barely scraping by with any income at all they have to replace buildings all the time including look at all that technology that the prime minister was able to skim from the city funds to make mechanical dragons and entire satellite systems capable of redirecting a comet these people are under an iron-fisted plutocratic rule and then i guess my follow-up question is uh why do people stay what it what what's there to love you're getting terrorized every day you're paying most of your wages into taxes 
Um, what's the what's what are the glories of Little Tokyo that we should be aware of? Well, Other than Tanya, not getting served pizza at the local pizza place. <laughs> Tanya, I think as a resident of New York City, you should be well aware of what it's like to pay too much taxes for a lot of infrastructure. What people mm-hmm. stay for are you know the cosmopolitan uh, nature of Little Tokyo, the density of the experience, and you know for a lot of people, uh, even despite the monetary cost, it's the big dream. You know, wait to, to live in, in a little- world where pizza cats crash through buildings at any given moment. Yeah, the comedy scene alone is worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give Anthony a steal for that one because I think that's really delightful. Hey, uh, Anthony, you're the new lizard of bullshit mountain. Yeah. Uh, hey, Anth- hey, Anthony. Go ahead, um, how does friction work in Little Tokyo? Because I noticed that when the cats are walking places, their legs don't move. Well, it's the the for my what it looked like is that like all the streets are made up of like whatever coffee tables are made up of. <laughs> so you know how when a cat runs and hits and just slides, yeah. they sort of look to just to be doing that. Just just I guess catting it would be the verb. Just I would catting use. around, sure. Just catting around. Yeah, they just they just cat around the whole thing because they just slide. Uh, Anthony, what is the long-term plan of the the big bad cheese? When if he does like destroy the whole world with a comet, what's his long plan there? You know, he's just really acting out. Yeah, I think like he's not really thinking it through. Oh, you know what I mean? I think it's more of like a need for attention because it's like he doesn't really have any friends. He has this one guy who sounds like he's voiced by Watto from episode one, but it's not. <laughs> I looked yeah. it up. I totally thought <laughs> I was like at Andy. two in the morning. <laughs> at two in the morning, I was like, "Is that fucking Watto?" <laughs> and then it's like impossible to find the voice acting credits for this goddamn show. Anyway. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, they focus but, so much on Hugo the Wonder Cat or whatever he's called. Yeah, uh, but sure. yeah, I don't, I don't know what the big cheese is. So, which you're was saying? Going for. See, oh. I, I was, I was thinking he was going for sort of a new world order where he would rule uh, over the ruined world, sort of like a, a Mad Max situation. I saw a lot of similarities between him and Nero because sometimes it's all about his emotional vulnerability, and then other times it's about wanton destruction and corruption. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, at least he's not like Caligula. Ugh. Sure, there's also that. Uh. <laughs> Other Roman emperors were glad he's not like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Okay, so this is a really tough call here. But Anthony, I liked your answer that it was basically just more of a cry for help to destroy the earth. Yeah. But then you said you ended with you don't know, which is a cardinal sin of Lizard of Bullshit Mountain. So and then Chris stole it, and then Tanya stole it back with Nero, and then Chris tried to steal it with Caligula, and it did not play. So Tanya, did not play. you were the Lizard of Bullshit Mountain. Who are they selling this much pizza to? They sell a lot of pizza in this show. Well, something that that they you know ended up on the cutting room floor is that pizza is actually the 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 citywide food favorite of Little Tokyo. Uh-huh. So there's a, there's a there's a big demand, but there's also through some obscure tax laws um, that you're they're not allowed to have many pizza franchises. They really just have to have the one, the one. pizza place. So, so people are are you know kind of forced into this weird thing where they have to eat the pizza all the time. Yeah, that's, so it's if the they can only food source, not just that they like it, but it's also the only choice. Now, yes, Tanya, yes. here's the thing. Um, you know, I know that like a dog, and there are dogs that live in the city as well, a dog will eat a whole pizza, but have you ever seen a dog after eating a whole pizza? It's not It's not a happy puppy. There are a lot, that, like like you said, there's a lot of infrastructure to clean up the, the buildings after they get destroyed. Uh, there's a lot of street sweeping that you also don't see. Uh, very, and, you know, a lot of hose-based infrastructure. <laughs> Just hosing it all down. We, 
Yeah, at the end of the episode, after it goes dark, then just a giant truck full of hoses drives by. Have you ever seen one of those bathrooms that cleans itself? Yes. (laughs) Like that. It's it's a lot like that. The whole city of Little Tokyo is like that. Yeah. Uh, okay, Tanya. Here's here's a here's hopefully a less gross question. Uh, so, Bad Bird, uh, he actually has a good heart, which we learn in the in the comet episodes. Mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. he he has a good heart, and he has a crush on this girl Carla, and she has a crush on him. But he's prevented from being with her due to his job. I guess. What about his job as Bad Bird is preventing him from being in a relationship? I think part of his job is, you know, keeping the exciting tensions high in the, uh, you know, the romantic interest. And we all know that the death of a show is when the people you hope will get together, get together. Oh, so the office, the office, cheers, yeah. <laughs> name uh, another show, any other show, literally any other show. <laughs> okay. Dr. Yeah, Quinn fair. Medicine Woman. Yeah, man. You just said oh, the man. name another show. That was the first one I touched by of. an angel. <laughs> this is fun. Let's do oh, more. Oh man, when God and that angel got together. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy for them, but like, do I want to watch that every week? Yeah, yeah. The, the new show, An Angel Touches You Back, is not the same. <laughs> yeah. The new show, Della Reese looks on. <laughs> <laughs> an angel. Touches I'm going to call back. that a steal uh, for Anthony, and Anthony is the new Lizard of Bullshit Mountain Yay! champion. Woo! Way to rise to supremacy. Nice. Great work. A little surprising, but uh, you pulled it off. Yeah, it's sneaking at the end there. That's how the lizards do. You're listening to the Sesame Network, brought to you by readdashweek.com slash Amazon. Go to that address whenever you buy stuff online, and you don't just help Amazon and yourself, you help us too. Welcome back to the first annual results show. Two weeks ago, we let you, the listeners, vote on your favorite Sesame Network mini podcast or Sesame Seed. And boy, did you vote. Votes came pouring in on Facebook, Twitter, and for just $2, you could text your vote. But we didn't stop there. Yeah, why make just one whole mini podcast asking for votes and not do an entire mini show announcing those results? Just like Dancing with the Stars, we hate our audience and we want to suck as much attention from you as possible. And The Voice. And America's Got Talent. All of them, really. Why make new shows when you can just do whole shows with a complete flashbacks about something you just saw, like this? Flashback. Go to readdashweep.com slash sesame to vote on your favorite mini show. Go now. Remember that? Of course you do. It just happened a couple weeks ago. So the votes poured in, and the results are clear. Only the top three mini-podcasts will continue on. First, let's eliminate one. The show with the fewest votes is... Pitch Perfect. Aw, I liked that one. We all did, except the voters. They didn't like it at all. That's right, with zero votes for Pitch Perfect. It is the last place show. Maybe it was just hard to remember what it was about. It was kind of generic. Even with your strong push for an episode where we pitch improvements to animals. Like a bear that can breathe underwater. Jesus, that's terrifying. Yeah, what's wrong with you? We'll never find out, or will we? Wait, what does that mean? While it did have the lowest number of votes, we still have our judges save. Meaning, we can save it right now, if we want to. And? And I'm going to use my judges save. There will be more pitch perfect. Even though nobody voted for it. I did. I just did. Isn't this dramatic, folks? Next, we have a two-way battle between Snark Tank and Holy Fuck, That's Science and or Just a Thing I Heard. Only one of them can continue on. Let's look back at the journey they went on. Flashback. I read a great headline recently that reminded me of that. Producer Star Gentoli. I think it 
was the Times. Could have been BuzzFeed. I don't remember. Uh, but the headline was like, 20% of vitamin supplements actually have the ingredients they claim on the bottle. So the idea is your kids have too much candy, and so by giving them a rhyming named action figure, this is they're terrible. willing to give up oh half God. their candy. Oh my God. Or this all is the worst it. thing that I've, I've heard of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, both of them were beautiful shows. They were both just podcasts with a dream. But not all dreams come true. The mini podcast that will get new episodes is... Snark Tank! Aw. Nice. <laughs> it was very... I No, I want to be aw, because I loved that other one. I loved the other one I so loved, much. holy fuck, we're, that's science. Just hang in there, you guys. You'll enjoy where this goes. <laughs> no, I won't <laughs> hang in there. <laughs> It was very close to you guys, but by a narrow margin, Snark Tank won out. People loved listening to us make fun of Shark Tank products. They loved it so much, we may also have to do a mini podcast called Spark Bank, where we make fun of Snark Tank. Or maybe not. Uh, do I get a judge's save, too? Yeah, I guess so. Great. I'm going to save Holy Fuck That Science. <laughs> Amazing! What a dramatic show, folks. Up next, the sesame seed that got the most votes and is definitely continuing on is... Hockey Talky. What's the opposite of a save? Do I get a judge's ruin? Nope. Are you sure? What if there was an accident in the vote booth and it turns out Hockey Talky didn't win? What kind of accident? No idea. You know, things happen. Like everybody who voted for it suddenly dies in some kind of poisoning accident. Um, it's too late. The votes have already been counted. I hate hockey. I know. And lastly, the matchup of the century, Jade's Shade and Hot Topics. One of these shows will get new episodes and the other will fade into obscurity. Sorry, Alex. Just going to cut you off. Uh, I'm just doing the math here. And if there are six shows and you're taking three winners and we get three judges saves. Oh, man. I really should have thought this out. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, you're uh, you're going to keep them both, right? Yeah, actually, I was going to anyway. It's a tie. Jade's Shade and Hot Topics tied in audience votes. Well, uh, so you mean I don't even get to use my judges' save? I mean, sure, you can use it. Okay, great. I'm going to use my judges' save to save all the people who voted for Hockey Talkie from Tanya's Wrath. Oh, damn it. I don't even get to use my wrath. So that's it for today's results show. Hockey Talkie and Snark Tank were the clear winners, but we made do more of all of them because that's how arbitrary voting works. Uh, this feels just just a teeny tiny bit like bullshit. Yep. And speaking of bullshit, don't forget to go to readdashweep.com slash Amazon for all your shopping needs. You pay for something and receive it, yet we somehow profit. The world is a weird place. All right, so now it's the game of top five. Top five. Top five. So I first we decided to play this week a little different. Instead of having you pick a game for us, I picked a game for the listeners, and the game was uh, based on nothing but this image and the title of the show. Give me a fifteen-word plot summary of Samurai Pizza. Cats. Oh, these were so fun. This they were is so a delight. Good. You oh, guys are brilliant. Some of them were suspiciously accurate. I suspect a lot of people have actually seen this show. Also, the show isn't hard to predict, dude. Well, like, it's so bonkers that I thought that it might be harder. But uh, so Helen on Facebook started with, "I guess these cats are supposed to deliver pizzas, but then they actually fight alien robots." And then yep. she's like, "Just Googled it." I will stop my current job and establish my a plot guessing bureau because that <laughs> is pretty accurate. That is brilliant. Um, uh, uh, Camille Camille uh, says a uh, lot less pizza than expected. So that is a good summary. Yeah, uh, of the show. Although it does in the intro song suggest that the show is more fun to watch if you have a pizza pie, and 
I do like a show telling you what to eat while yeah, you're watching. Did it. any of you guys eat pizza while watching the show? I get some of that 4D experience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wish I had. Smell-o-vision. Let's bring this pizza. Yeah, man. I fucking. I, let me tell you something. I I watched this show in a goddamn kabuki mask with a cat on my lap and a pizza <laughs> in my hand. A fucking. The I whole was way. There. Yeah. Like uh, same way you watch. Uh, Every show, actually. It's kind of oh, odd. Oh, like Mad Men? Yeah. Only, you know, cigarettes and poor thoughts on race and women. <laughs> just... <laughs> just I was going to say, you watch every show with a kabuki mask, yeah. a cat, and a piece of pizza. It just happened to work this time. Yeah. The Simpsons, I always, you know, sit down on my couch right before I watch it. Oh, that's probably <laughs> just true. Just like I do with most shows. Yeah. 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 Um, we run to the couch. Oh, my God, it's TV time. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I yell. Robin, who also seems like she may have seen the show before, says, It's an epic quest to figure out why the male pizza cats look like cats, and the female pizza cat looks like a girl with cat ears. Yeah, she doesn't have whiskers, or like a like a cat nose mouth. No, not a cat nose mouth. Definitely yeah. not that. Uh, yeah, but she does have a little bell that she can ring. I think it might be to make them more attractive, um, which is only funny because it means that the women in Japan are fine with cat boys. Uh, no, in Little Tokyo, fictional place. Right, true. Uh, Ryan says cats spend three hours fighting rodent mafia, twenty-one hours sleeping on a warm pizza oven. <laughs> there you go. Pretty good summary of actually seeing it. Now, some people who I don't think have seen it. Uh, Drew's summary is: "Fuck it, kids will watch anything. Pass the cocaine." <laughs> Which is what the producers in the overdubbing yeah. studio said. I, you know, there was one person who. Well, they just—I was reading on Wikipedia. They just said that the uh, the theme song was sung while drunk by one of the writers. He had a lot to drink. Oh, really? That morning. Oh, uh, yeah. you mean the, the <laughs> songs when he randomly burst into laughing? Yeah, for a long I period. Think maybe of that. Time. Yeah, yeah. Singing sensation Googie Gomez, which is the name of Rita Moreno's character in a, in a Broadway musical. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, Brian says Samurai Cat utters pizza on his deathbed. Rest of the show is flashback to his rise to power. Uh-huh. <laughs> Spoiler pizza is the name of the sled. Uh, <laughs> I would like there was a sled named pizza. Our f- we had a we had an invisible dog that we named pizza as a kid. Do you oh, guys nice. ever have those uh like do you ever see those like invisible dog leashes? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we we had one of those and thought it was the best. So we pretended we had a dog named Pizza. It was great. That's cool. You know, there was some pizza. I'm, I'm looking at Twitter here. Uh, we had some people write in with summaries that are really hating on Hawaiian pizza. Yeah, which a lot I'm of not pizza, sure. A lot of Hawaiian. Yeah. Meat. So like Alan said, the Samurai Pizza Cats get an order for Meat Feast Pizza from a local serial killer, but they accidentally deliver a Hawaiian. And then D Quartermouse said, so like, cats in Gundam suits that. fight the one true enemy, Hawaiian pizzas. Yeah, I'm not sure why everyone hates Hawaiian pizza, but also I'm confused as to why. When they got an order, they knew it was from the local serial killer. Like, this isn't a figure that we all just know. Yeah. Right? Caller ID has gotten real <laughs> weird in Little Tokyo. Yeah, caller ID has gotten real judgy. Yeah. <laughs> specific. Yeah. This is Daniel. Kills people for fun. They're, under the, they're in the basement. Yeah. Press 1 to accept. <laughs> um, James on Facebook uh, said that the, this show, the summary of the show is, What happens when you put the 80s in a blender? Heyo. Which I think is a pretty good summary. Um, let's see some more Twitter things. Uh, tri- uh, at what's her name nine six nine. Which by the way nine six nine is 
uh, a sexual position where there is a person, the normal, and then there's also a person on one of the person's backs and not looking at the whole experience. <laughs> yeah, you're just making a little sandwich there. For a second there, I thought you were going to say there was a purse involved. <laughs> no. And I was like, oh, there, but how? What I like about 969 is that the third person in this threesome is not involved. It's just facing away. It's like a threesome where one person is really awkwardly staring. It's like a realistic threesome. <laughs> yeah, you mean I like assume. a threesome, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> Where one person's like, wait, can I can I cut in? No, nope. oh, all right. Wait. Well, this I am wasn't oh. definitely here. You guys seem like you're having a lot of fun. I'm gonna go order some pizza. Uh, I am not a serial killer. You know, <laughs> now, a that Hawaiian. I, now that I'm here and I crunch the numbers, I don't think there's enough things for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we should have ordered another person in this threesome. <laughs> yeah. That would be nine six nine six. Oh, then there's two people facing away. That doesn't help either. <laughs> nine six nine seven, which is one person's like this, sleeping this, on the bed. This has just becoming a, a mumblecore movie about polygamy that doesn't go well. <laughs> nine six. Nine, anyway, six. what's your name? Nine six nine says Transformers, who on, whose only states are samurais, pizza, or cats. And I like Fair. the idea that these pizza are also like the cats are also the pizza that they morph <laughs> into the pizza. I yeah. would love to, you know that scene in the beginning of all the Transformers stories when they like crash land and yeah. they send out their beacon and it shows them scanning specific things? Sure, yeah. Just scanning just a pizza, a samurai, and a cat. Just these three things in a short enough area. Yeah. yeah. That's all a Transformer was able to scan. Yeah, I like it. And uh, the pizza like is a wheel that like goes around. <laughs> um, also on Twitter, a couple more really quick. Uh, at BG Hilton, some animal, all belonging to some occupation, eat some variety of food. A little hazy on the details. <laughs> <laughs> Good summary. Uh, and lastly, at Wham Calker. Tanya, is that a. You think that's a reference to you and your love of caulking? I. Ooh. <laughs> Apparently it is. Sorry, are, we at, are the, we at the ferry terminal? <laughs> the ship is that's, going the, by? that's the alarm that signals that it is, in fact, a reference to my love of caulking and wham. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, summarizes this show in 15 words or less by saying, a pizza parlor owner dresses his cats as robots and then has them attack rival pizza chain's patrons with cute little samurai swords, which I really enjoy the idea that they are actual cats. That yeah. these are this whole thing, but with actual cat-like behavior, where instead of talking and getting falling in love with geishas and stuff, they're just little tiny cats with full swords. Yeah, it's just a cat with a sword, and the cat doesn't know anything about how to use the sword. Really, it's just a cat near a sword in that case. Yeah, the cat <laughs> wa- wanders no, away disinterestedly. It's a tiny samurai sword taped to his hand, like like forties. He just oh ready no, to, yeah. Well, that seems uncomfortable for the cat and for the viewer. Yeah, where is everyone? <laughs> Planes, trains, and audio. Oh, audio this, oh, yeah, I can't you, is there a train going? Yeah, by? yeah. There's a train. I I live by this weird train track that never gets used. Sure. Except for today. Except yeah. Except for today. Apparently, there's a little train going by. I do apologize for That's that. Right. No, it's great. Little I just cha- I sort of wish Tokyo. we were always being interrupted by trains. <laughs> yeah, that adds a real grit to the audio. You know? <laughs> yeah, mise en scene. You know. Yeah, a place. We used to do a show. Uh, Anthony was part of the show too, but we were, we did a show by a train track, and any time the train went by, we would uh, give away a prize. Mm-hmm. That was pretty. That's fun. good. Uh, we just called it the prize alarm, and then we're like, "It's not actually trains ruining our show; it's our sound effects guy doing a really realistic prize alarm." 
<laughs> I love it. Uh, so now I got a couple of mini games uh, that I want you guys to play. First of all, I love this concept of just redubbing a show. Um, mm. So let's say somebody now gave us the same footage and we're like, you have to make a different show. You can redub the Samurai Pizza Cats images with anything you want. What sound do we do? What do we make this show like? Oh, man. I'd say a very similar show because, like, it's hard to, you know, they're still summarized. It's still got, like, all the swords and the and the jumping around and stuff. Yeah, you can't get rid of that. Yeah, hard to get rid of that, but I would score it with, like, some Wu-Tang or something. That'd be fun. I'd like some I Wu-Tang. Think, uh, I think hip-hop would, would really add some, some catitude. <laughs> uh, oh, you could do Meow the Jewels. You could. Um, I, I got excited I about that. I think, you know, a big part of what... I really related to this show. Is, uh-huh. you know, my favorite stuff in all of kids' drama is, uh, you know, people sitting around and talking about the economy and bureaucracy. <laughs> and oh, yeah. Money. You know, it's the same thing that made the prequels yeah, such exactly. an engaging watch. Because everybody yeah. who watched uh, Star Wars was like, I wonder what the council is talking about. Yeah. What are yeah. the but, trade disputes in this universe? who bankrolls all of this, you <laughs> all know? the money. Who benefits... Yeah. So wait, so, so you would, just like overdub it with Planet Money? I, you know, the first episode leaned into that a little bit. I say lean into it even more. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into the minutia of what's happening. How does a cat economy work, you know? So like all those scenes of them uh, selling pizza are actual very, like they, it's complicated transactional discussions of the pizza economy. Yeah, and what else I would do? I like the narrator, but he seemed... Uh, Awfully opinionated for a disembodied voice. Like, he editorialized a lot, and I didn't yeah. think that was necessary. Do you think that maybe in your version of the show, then, when you're getting all uh, economical, uh, how, would you, how would you deal with them being shot out of a giant building gun into the walls of other buildings? You know, I would like to. I I would honestly pit that in the opening credits and nowhere else. Just this like promise of yeah. just like I don't know. I think they're gonna get shot out of a giant gun at some point. Maybe uh, it could be like punishment. Like they're in a school and they're like, "You guys were bad at economy today," and then that's not a bad idea. I like it. Yeah, and you make it very clear that by sh- getting shot out of the, that gun, those cats are dead <laughs> they are dead and then there's new cats waiting to replace them identical mm, cats are always it's a, a real yeah. prestige it's a if am i oh, gonna be the cat in the cannon or the cat on stage yeah <laughs> I, I don't know great job you guys i'm a oh. pizza pizza engineer oh oh yeah. i will just i will just say my insufferable plan was just to take um one act absurdist plays and read them for like as the backing for Oh yeah, cartoon. you can do that. Yeah, you know? it, it's a good fit. It's, it's a good life. fit. I think you could yeah. do this show as a dark version, which is what we do with superheroes now. I would like just the same dub, but just some really brooding, serious drama. Like Speedy Ceviche's parents were murdered in front of him. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're all just real sad all the time. Yeah, I think it could be interesting. It does kind of fit with your idea that they actually die when they get shot out of the cannon, <laughs> <laughs> or at least it breaks their back and they have to sit in a hole for like an hour. Yes, just like that one Batman movie. Okay. That is, I was that like, is what? the accepted science on how to heal your spine. <laughs> you gotta get it yeah. punched back into place. <laughs> that is a sick Dark Knight burn, if I ever did say. All right, so uh, next game, game number three. Antonio on Facebook said, this show is about four things. Japan, robots, pizza, and cats. Different combinations of those elements 
in any combination make up 90% of the modern internet, which is fun. So try it. So like Jap- Japan pizza, people might be interested. Cats, robots, yes. Pizza, robots, definitely. Pizza, cats, sure, totally. So here's what I want to know. What other four words would we make a cartoon about that would be totally exciting? Uh so we and we, let's do it as a group. So we'll do a pieces. So we'll start. Uh, I'll start, and we'll each add either an adjective or an animal. I guess you could or, do an or, an noun, or a noun, essentially adjective, yeah. noun, or an animal. So anyway, uh, so we'll st- and we'll come up with a show. Um, so I'll go with boxing. Oh yeah, a lot of boxing. Okay, okay. Chris, George we'll, Takei. <laughs> I think that probably has to go last. Okay. Um, boxing something something George Takei's. Uh, Anthony, add an adjective for us. Minecraft. <laughs> boxing <laughs> Minecraft something kids, George Takei's. Kids love all of these things. So far. <laughs> all right, Tanya, what do, how do you finish this game? <laughs> Chris is looking at me like he knows what it should be. I do know what it should be, but it's your turn. No, no, I want you to do Chris, it. You finish it this, none of the this interests one. me. I mean, George Takei is funny, I suppose. But other than that, I, I couldn't care less about this. All right, Chris, you finish this one and then let Tanya start the next one. Oh, okay. Uh, the New York Times trend piece in me wants to say millennials. Okay. Uh, so it's <laughs> boxing Minecraft millennial George Takei's. Yep, that's, that's pretty basically fun. with the internet. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Tanya, what would you? What's something? Let's make one that interests you. We'll make a car, animal cartoon that you would want to watch. Bulldog. Nice. All right, bulldogs. Um, uh, I'll say dancing. I think you'd like that. Uh, that's good. Geriatric. <laughs> hey. I don't know if you're yeah. helping Tanya anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is this is really my jam Chris, so far. I think you need a uh, a fight skill. Either a fight skill. I was going to say fail videos. Oh, I love fail videos. <laughs> okay, so so dancing geriatric bulldog uh, fail videos. Yep, I'd there watch you go. That. <laughs> dancing my, geriatric my bulldog stream. fail videos. That's my new uh, web comic series. Yeah, actually. that does sound like it could kind of be a web comic. I'm pretty interested. I hate to push push our luck, but let me try one more. Uh, dinosaurs are always good. Yeah cooking Ooh, all right two more words unboxing <laughs> <laughs> or unboxing. archaeologist <laughs> Ooh, archaeology is dinosaurs seems like a weird profession you'd think they'd Thinking. be like oh they're all undercover and they're like nope nope nothing here don't see anything here We've been digging for a while. See nothing. No, he wants to find out what really happened. Oh, I mean, you know. gosh, do you guys ever think about that dinosaur detective and wonder if there's more? From uh, uh, Anonymous Rex. Anonymous, Anonymous Rex. Rex. Sometimes I think about Anonymous Rex. I'm not going to lie to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got the, the novel from a free box that I, and I had on my bookshelf for a while. And then I was every time I looked at it, it made me sad. And so I put it away. <laughs> Uh, awesome all right and then lastly uh heather on facebook said i saw this i think i I think most people who saw this saw it as a kid and they discovered it by accident i uh it played at like really weird times uh in syndication typically very early in the morning it was on in canada i know my first experience was one morning before school and i was completely confused but also amused by it and this is the early days of the internet so you couldn't just look it up and like like you can now so my question is do you have any fond 
bewildered memories of a show or movie that you did not understand, but you liked anyway when you were a kid? Hmm. Yeah, I'm just trying to... Tanya, I feel like I you had discovered several. a lot of stuff early, I believe. Well... Yeah, but I don't know that there's anything quite so mysterious as this that like made so little sense. Yeah. I remember HBO's Real Sex confusing me when I was <laughs> sure. very young. Yeah. Oh man, I, I remember when saw Taxi Cab Confessions and, and was like <laughs> Horses. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tanya, what were you saying? Oh, I definitely accidentally watched some Taxi Cab Confessions when I was young and was like, Oh what? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know if I would totally understand that now. Uh, all I also just people fucking in cabs. I don't know that this, <laughs> it's not it's not that complicated. I don't understand that cabs are gross. Why are you taking a cab? Why do you not care that the cab driver can see you? Why isn't the cab driver mad at you? Why is there a camera telling us about this? Oh, okay, I guess it is confusing. The camera's there for safety, Alex. Oh, good. Okay, <laughs> so that they don't get pregnant. Yes. Do you get it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Anthony, did you ever discover anything else as a kid? It was really weird. I'm trying to think. I remember, like, seeing some, like, weird, like, kind of weird ja- like, Japanese stuff like this. Like, I remember, like, on, like early versions of, like, uh, when, like, anime was kind of getting popular and being brought over here. Yeah. And, like, having a few friends who, like, saw Akira and then being like, all anime is dope. We got to just <laughs> grab five things. They're all going to be great. <laughs> and then, like, turning them on and being like, this is not Akira. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Oh, oh, that reminds me. Like, most but of even the internet. Akira has its problems. Yeah, yeah. Most of the internet is like this for me. Like, uh... For example, the first time I was thought I was looking at a picture of a naked person, and it was actually a cartoon of a naked person having sex with an octopus. Uh oh! Wait, were yeah. you like zooming out slowly? How did you not realize <laughs> when you was it like one of those like is this an elbow? Or is this a picture of a person having sex? <laughs> Alex has a, a Alex has a pinhole subscription to the internet. <laughs> I watch everything like a game, so it's like at what point <laughs> you have to press spacebar when you know what's actually happening. <laughs> no, you don't, Anthony. Maybe you're too young for this, but there was a while on the internet when you'd look at a naked picture and it would line by line download. Oh yeah, and dial so at up the top. You wouldn't know what it was, and then halfway through, you're like, "All right, that's a person's head," and then like a little more through, you're like, "That's not an arm." Neither are those. Those aren't arms either. What is this yeah. octopus there for? <laughs> I ordered the meat lover's pizza. Yeah. This is Hawaiian. Good. Hawaiian shade. I like it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's the game of top five, you guys. Top five. That is a weird way to end top five. Um, fortunately, it doesn't have to be a big ending because we're just going straight into the minor compliments. So it's the other half of our compliment sandwich. We're going to go in reverse order. That means, Chris, you're up first. What is your minor compliment? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I... So, Anthony, you had some shade for the narrator a little bit in that uh, he was too opinionated. But I like a goofy narrator who has a lot of snarky opinions about what's going on. It sort of informs the tone of the show. Mm. And I thought that the show was far better for having this this narrator who was kind of sassy. And, uh, you know... Can you uh, recall like, a member of sassiness in particular that you enjoyed? I don't mean to put you on the spot too much, but I'm trying to remember one that I liked. 
No, I, I cannot. No, I can no, tell this entire you show where... was a blur. The jokes were so like so frequent and so like so throwaway most of the time yeah, I that yeah. I just can't. I, don't I know. can tell you where the narrator lost me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> do it. It was in I think the second episode when they're having like the montage of people just going ape shit for their pizza <laughs> and just loving it, and he's like. Yeah, can you believe these assholes like this pizza? And it's like, who the fuck are you, narrator? These people are clearly enjoying themselves. Yeah. And it's just like, he, like they would show people yums? enjoying themselves, and then he would just shit on them. And it's yeah. like, look, I get it. You're yeah, so maybe he's ahead of his time. Gluten's the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be honest. Gluten's the devil. Yeah. Ugh. Um my major compliment or my minor compliment is I love bad advice for children. Mm. So one of the episodes the uh Crawl bad- into that oven. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a slide to a new life. Okay. Um <laughs> And other bad advice about ovens. So but th- so there's okay, so one point they the bad guy makes a giant chicken who shits laughing gas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, essentially. It's that a- did happen. <laughs> Holy fuck! I forgot. <laughs> Remember when this happened in the show? Yeah. A giant. Holy it was shit. a giant chicken robot, and it, it made laughing gas in its stomach, and then it shit into the water supply. And the uh, the the samurai pizza cats get there, and they're like, "Time to form our samurai pizza cat vortex." Like it's a thing they do all the time. Yeah. They link arms back to back in a little triangle. They spin. It creates a vortex, sucks all the laughing gas out of the water. And the narrator says, you can try this at home with a vat of rendered pig fat and an outboard motor. <laughs> that is terrible I advice love, for I love, kids. I love just like snarky, like terrible ideas for experiments that will clearly end in disaster. There was There were a couple other ones, but that was just like... That is so bonkers. A vat of rendered pig fat? And an what? outboard motor? Who has an outboard motor? Yeah, that's, that's some Tyler Durden shit right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some Tyler Durden shit. All right, uh, t- uh, Tanya, why don't you be next? Minor <laughs> compliment. Huh. I guess I sort of like. I like a song where somebody's just yelling the same stuff that was in the song, like a few seconds after it gets yelled. Yeah. So I enjoyed I enjoyed the theme song with the refrains of like stronger than old cheese, stronger, stronger than, than old cheese, cheese. <laughs> and then, stronger than dirt, stronger than dirt. Was it really stronger Samurai than dirt? Pizza I never cats. heard what Samurai they were Pizza Kids. Stronger than dirt was my favorite. Yeah, that I thought that was make quite any funny. Sense. I know, but it was funny. Yeah, it's fine. It'll do. It'll I didn't do. enjoy this very much, guys. I'm sorry, Anthony. What's your minor compliment? So we're doing like real compliments, and then like. A complain later too. Sure, that's what you want to do. <laughs> You've unlocked the secret of this segment. Okay. Yes, I just wasn't. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but I, okay, so I do like the opening song, and I like it because it's it's very long. Yeah, it's very it's expository. A Twenty minute it's, episode. It's, it's like it's a four minute really, opening song and a two well, minute closing song. It's pretty brilliant when you think of like, guys, this is going to be tough every week. Well, how about this? How about we knock out? Four minutes <laughs> just to be done. God damn it. Keep yeah. that bird. I'm so tired of the show not starting. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then there's that oath at the end as well. There's the yeah. fan club oath that's yeah. pretty pretty ridiculous. And repetitive. And I don't think we're in a fan club because I got to say the oath without getting anything. But uh, <laughs> minor compliment, I like the characters, you know? Which ones? Yeah? What about yeah, all what of do you, them? I, I, like, I like the main crew. Who's, who's your favorite of the main crew? Yeah. Um... 
I like the one in the white armor. I don't remember any the of leader? the leader. BD Cerviche. Yes, BD Cerviche is the leader of the, leader of the bunch. Of the bunch. Yes, I like I like him. Uh, I like all of them. I like that they do the anime thing of when they hear news they don't like, they like freeze or shake violently for a minute. Yeah, I just like that anime trope a lot. Yeah, uh, I I, I would have thought. I'm surprised that you like the Leonardo character. I thought would have thought you were more of like a you know Donatello does machines kind of thing. Yeah. Well, he's not really a Donatello equivalent. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like Guido's more like the Raphael. Yeah, he's more Raphael. And then there's a girl cat, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, although she could be more like Michelangelo. She could be a little like bit she, like she she's always yeah. looking to raise everybody's spirits. Yeah, she also has just red heart shaped grenades. Yeah, that she's she flings. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, the which Sex in the City character are you? Are you a Samantha? You seem like a Samantha to me. I'm a Mr. Big. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever thinks that often. I don't think you, you just give just people that. extra closets. <laughs> That's what you do. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't like it when you cheated on me. Hey, buddy. Are you the a Carrie? That's what the Big does. Of course, I'm Carrie. You are. Yeah, nobody likes me, but I'm running the show. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's intense, man. <laughs> it's just, just jokes. I this is not one of those cry for help, destroy the world things. This is not one of those cry for help. What Sex in the City character? <laughs> but seriously, if you would leave Alex a caring voicemail on our Google Voice, that'd probably be a good thing. <laughs> I'm fine. It was just jokes. Just jokes. All right, you guys, that's it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to be back again next week talking about The Chosen by Ricardo Pinto. Oh, boy. Can I can I say one more big thing about this show that really bugs me? Yes. About this base premise. This is a good show. time. I just wanted to say. Okay. So, Samurai Pizza Cats. Here's the thing about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's amazing. Yes. Is that at all times they are constantly teenage mutant ninja turtles, right? Right. That's con- and this it's like they're samurais or they're pizza cats. The two very different states that they're right. in. I never felt like they were like their pizza love was influencing their samurai skills, <laughs> and their point, samurai man. skills weren't bleeding into the pizza at all. That's true. Well, Sure, but yeah. I mean, were the turtles like were there? Was their ninja dumb improved by the fact that they were teenagers? Because they were yeah. going through angst. Yeah, man, they got they got uh, trying to fight while dealing with like I just where's my place in society? I'm an yeah. angsty. Teenager. I don't understand my sexuality. Yeah. I'm gonna hit things. Yeah, yeah exactly. 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 You know, it's, I'm I'm super curious. Can we do an episode with you for the new Ninja Turtles movie? Because for work, I had to watch all the trailers, and I'm kind of interested. Uh, what, out of the darkness? Yeah, out of the shadows. Out of the shadows. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> Are you planning I, on seeing it? No, I haven't seen either <laughs> of these reboots, but I, I would watch them. I yeah. think that would be fun. I, I, I tried be watching totally that first one. Uh, and oh, the CG one? Yeah. Yeah, no, the uh, the first one of this reboot. Oh, with Megan Fox? Yeah, I watched like twenty minutes of it and was just like, this is this is horrible. I think it's going to be pretty bad. Yeah, but I'm yeah, also kind of intrigued. Yeah. yeah, what's weird to me is that the TMNT was originally a joke idea. 
yeah, it, making fun of comic books. And it's gotten so far. And this new one even like seems like it takes itself the most seriously out of any of them. Yes. Uh, yes and no. There's like it was jokier than I thought it was going to be because oh, okay. the the posters look so serious, yeah. and then you like look at the trailer and you're like, oh, I guess this is funny. Yeah. yeah. And like you know, like the first movie has like pathos, you know, like that first movie's pretty oh, serious. Oh man, yeah, the near death experience Wait, situation yeah. with the yeah, Even I remember the rubber suit first movie, not the first movie yes. in this reboot series. Yeah, yeah, the yeah live action. with Raphael. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's I great. yeah, as a as a child, I was I was very moved. As yeah, a child, and again moved. as an early twenties. And then probably not recently. I really loved that movie. <laughs> I have not. I'm not going to risk a third chance. Uh, this is coming out in June. I think this might be. We might be able to throw this on the agenda. I'm curious. I would be super into throw it. Throw the yeah. shrimp on the Barbie. Yeah, that's a weird thing to say. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Fried up, right? Nice. Um, yeah, great, awesome. Well, so let's go back to the ending. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. No, it was great. No, I love it. It was a good conversation. I don't know. I'll either move that back up there or just keep this part in where I say that I was going to move it and then didn't. Uh, so, The Chosen by Ricardo Pinto, uh, sponsored Woof. by Sam from Anchorage, who says lots of people have had you read terrible books full of awful things. This is a good book. Full of awful things. Is it kind of a hidden gem of the low fantasy set in a world, which is essentially the Bronze Age, but with dinosaurs? Although the dinosaurs don't make a big a big comeback until later books, which is too bad because I was really only said yes to this because of the word dinosaurs. So if you yeah. guys are looking to get a sponsorship through the voting process, I recommend saying dinosaurs even if there aren't dinosaurs in it. Just yeah. include the word dinosaurs somewhere. I'm much more likely to vote for it without reading your full description. Emma Thompson, Kate Winslet. Alan Rickman, Hugh Grant, dinosaurs. <laughs> you got my. Vote. I'm in. You might I'm want to. So I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. If you just went Emma Thompson, dinosaurs, I would vote for it twice. <laughs> uh, so thanks for sponsoring that, Sam. Uh, this is going to be an interesting one. And thank you so much for sponsoring this episode, Sean. We really. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Thanks I, so much, man. One of the things I really love is when a sponsorship like opens my eyes. Not that I'm gonna. I love it. I'm gonna keep watching it. But just like now, I know about it and can talk to people about it, and it's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize this existed. Also, uh, make sure you guys right now are checking out the rest of the pod crawl. Keep on crawling. Keep yeah, on. last week. Uh, yeah, just recently released. It's uh, Too Beautiful to Live I, and The Flophouse. I believe TBTL will have released, yeah, like two days ago, and The Flophouse will release about the same time as this one did. So the full pod crawl should be available. Go to podcrawl.space. Dot space. And you can hear all three of our episodes about... Look who's talking, look who's talking to, and look who's talking now. It's dogs. Dogs are who's talking now. Um, (laughs) So you can get that full Get your eyes all over that. And you can also, which is uh, so much fun, and you can also go back and listen to previous pod crawls where we talked about the Star Wars prequels and the rubber nipple Batmans. So podcrawl.space, the whole history of the pod crawl right there in front of you. And thanks to the other shows for participating, TBTL and Flophouse. It's been so much fun. Yeah, tremendous. And thank you guys uh, for being here at C. Walter Smith. Uh huh. And at the Tanya Best. Doodle do. And at Anthony Lopez Part 2 on Twitter. Meow. <laughs> nice. Nice. Dude. Nice. Awesome. So All thematic. Right. It's, been, it's been a pleasure, Anthony. I'm going to let you get back to work selling pot to the masses. Uh, thank you guys so much for having me. Uh, should I just take off? Uh, not yet. I, that was just okay. a thing we're saying <laughs> on the show. Anyway, all right. We'll be back next week. Bye. <laughs>